Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Oh, you remember, Anthony, when you were just a young lad? Ah, yes, I remember a long lad. I took you to Plymouth Rock, Massachusetts. Uh Aha. What do you remember about Plymouth Rock, Massachusetts? Well, it was the birthplace of Thanksgiving over there. That's right. And remember, we took you to the Plymouth Rock Theater of my cousin, Jimmy Lonegro, and you you went on the stage, right? Oh, I... (laughs) Oh, I was a theater kid in those days. Now, Not anymore. Was that a nice area? Oh, it was an awesome area. Now, you see, Plymouth Rock, Massachusetts is right near Martha's Vineyard, right near Nantucket, right near Cape Cod. And the reason I mention all that is because if you listen to the people of Massachusetts and to the Biden administration, they're saying, whoa, are those illegal aliens that have been sent by DeSantis from Florida, the Venezuelans, two plane loads up to the small private landing pad of the Martha's Vineyard Airport for all the extraordinarily rich. Now, do you know who lives on Martha's Vineyard? Who does? And who has houses? Who has it? Spike Lee, 40 acres and a mule. James Taylor. Carly Simon. Bill and Hillary Clinton. Ah, uh, the former presidents of the 90s. Barack and Michelle Obama. Okay, did not know that. And the person responsible for writing Seinfeld. All right, right. And the HBO special that takes place. No, HBO Max is not good. Uh, he lives there also, as do a lot of other trendoids, freakazoids, and jet setters. And it's incredible. They're all complaining. Oh, my God, what are we going to do? Oh, what are we going to do with 50 illegal aliens from Venezuela? Well, let them stay in your house, right? Exactly. You should pay the bills. Massachusetts is a sanctuary state. Exactly. It's a free state. Right. So why not house them? And instead, the Republican Governor Baker there sent buses to Martha's Vineyard to transport all the illegal aliens over to Cape Cod. Now, the problem with that is is that there are some other rich people who live in Cape Cod, and they're saying, well, we don't want the illegal aliens here. Send them to Nantucket. Exactly. It's like, yeah, we're not going to do that because we're rich, rich. It's not like the same thing as like, well, we're going to take these illegal aliens and put them in my house, so this way it's like treat them as guests. Nah, they're like, nah, we don't need it. Okay, aliens, go. What about the Kennedy compound? The Kennedys lived in Martha's Vineyard, right? Yes, and they should have just uh, just paid the bills with it. So you notice it's uh, N-I-M-B, not in my backyard. So even though they're for a sanctuary country, exactly, they don't want the illegal aliens in Martha's Vineyard, in Cape Cod, and then tuck it. Maybe the next place is to go where the Puritans went in 1620 when they got blown off, of course, of England 
and they ended up landing in Plymouth Rock, Massachusetts. Yeah. Now, they had a tough time, and technically they were illegal aliens because the land was occupied by the Indians at exactly. that time. Exactly, and at that time, they were like, what is this? Go, Christ, tell you, you stupid plant. You see? So we'll get back to this because this story goes on and on and on. Ah, uh, part two. Yeah. Little Anthony. Little Anthony, Chester Sliwa, when you were a little lad, did I and Nancy take you to Chicago? Ah, uh, yes, you did. And I remember there was a Mickey D's over there. That's right. And remember, we took the L train and we got off at Pulaski. And remember all the thugs that were down there. Oh, I saw them all right. I'm like, yeah, this is kind of our military job. That's right. We had a stand there. We had third rail. We had tut, remember? Oh, yeah. And we had the guardian angels of Chi-Town. That's right, Chi-Town. Now, that was about, was about good eight years ago. Oh, yeah, eight years ago. And it's gotten so much worse. Oh, come on. Uh... Back then in the 20s, that was even worse. Oh, that was the time of Al Capone and Prohibition. But not far outside of Chicago is Oak Brook, Illinois. That's where McDonald's University is. That's where Ronald McDonald is. Well, guess what? The CEO of Chicago said it's too dangerous to continue to do business in Chicago. So from now on, when the parents and the kids are having a birthday party at McDonald's in Chicago... They're not going to send the clown Ronald McDonald. Oh, everybody hates clown. They're going to send the Hamburglar. Because the Hamburglar fits the neighborhoods with all the crime. Everybody loves the Hamburglar in Chi-Town. Uh, Worse wow. yet, though, it's really getting bad. The mayor, Lightfoot, missing in action. She's always yelling and screaming and moaning and groaning, but she's never there on point. The uh, Chi-Town has become the murder capital of America. Yes, it always has been since the Prohibition. The carjacking capital of America. I thought it was New York. The gang capital of America. Still is New York. And the crime capital of America. Not anymore. Now it's New York is skyrocketing. So, you know, Chicago has always been our second city because that's where the Sliwa clan is out that's there. That's right, the clan of the Poles. That's right. And you remember we were at the Sliwa compound in Lockport. Oh. Lockport. But originally, they all lived on hmm, 46 in Rockwell on the south side. Oh, yes. Right near the stockyards. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, used to stink. Right near old White Sox Park, near Bridgeport, the Irish Enclave, where all the dailies came from. Oh, the daily. It's like the daily news. It's like breaking news. There's so much stink. But I got to tell you this. Chi-Town is even worse than when we were there eight years ago. And I had you there on Pulaski. And we were standing up to the black gangster disciples. Oh, yeah. They're like, who is this? Who is this, a Red Army? But think of it. Ronald McDonald can't go to any more of the birthday parties in the Mickey D's in Chi-Town. Instead, they have to send the Hamburglar. Exactly. Well, Ronald McDonald, on the other hand, in the 90s was getting popular. Now, with this going on, since of the 2016 clown raging going on in, in Halloween, uh, and now schools are afraid of that. Mm. Huh? 
Let me ask you a question. What's your favorite item at McDonald's? What do you order? Oh, the fish or filet. Oh, fish or filet. He's a fish or filet guy. I'm a Big Mac guy. But anyway, let's right end now. it on that Please. note. Because in Chi-Town, Mickey D says they may soon have to unoccupy Chi-Town. If they're, uh, yeah, if they're so afraid, they could have shut it down. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Ah, tonight and the rest of the week and next weekend, where are we going to be, Anthony? All right, so today we're going to be, tonight we're going to be at the Central Monroe Festival. Now, give me an idea of some of the food that you're going to be eating. There's Zeppelin's. There's rolled up fried ice cream. Who, who eats fried ice cream? Uh, I don't eat frying ice cream, you guys. Now, what else? You have the sausage and peppers. Oh, yes, the common item. And you got the hero keys. That's right. Oh, those are good. And then you got the cannolis. Oh, yes, the cannolis. One of the most famous uh, desserts in the Italian ways. Now, how many times have I taken you to the San Gennaro Festival in the past? Oh, I got to say 16 years ago. That's right. And how many of the wise guys used to look at me and say, you don't belong here. Yeah, it's, it was a long 16 years ago. And guess what? They're looking at us and like, hey, y'all not here. You're and they would say, alone. God, he rules, right? God, yeah. he rules. Yeah, but we would say, Garden Angel rules. That's right. We had, we had to stand up to the Gavones. Well, once again, the San Gennaro Festival will be in effect. Nut to butt, people are going to be packed together like sardines as they go up and down from Houston to Canal all along Mulberry Street. This year, though, the organizers have said, if you're selling any paraphernalia, paraphernalia that has the Godfather image on it, Marlon Brando, oh, yes. or any of the Gotti paraphernalia, if it has John Gotti Sr. on it, All right. they're claiming the vendors can't sell it outside. If they still want to sell it, it's got to be inside in one of the stores. But there is no way they're going to be able to enforce that. Of course they're not going to enforce it. They're just saying... Yeah, but this is our turf. And guess what? So the San Gennaro Festival used to be back in 1840 when the Irish came from here. And when the Italians and the Irish were like, Hey, who is this? Where you guys come from? And the Italians are like, we're, we're Italians. We came here. What are you? Some sort of, like, newborn Irish gang? That's how Gangs of America was here. Uh, that's right. You remember that, the Scorsese movie, Gangs of New York, right down in that area. But we're going to go down there. We're going to make sure it's Guardian Angel said it's peace and quiet. We're going to tangle with the Gavones who are going to be talking a lot of crap to me with their, with their Denobler crooked Italian cigars. Remember what they call us, rats. Oh, yeah. They call us rats. Yeah, exactly. And then I say, hey... 
hey, I eat a lot of Parmesan cheese, right? And then they want to fight us. They want to fight us, right? Exactly. They do because they think, oh, yeah, the goodies. They were here. That was our Lord and Savior. Well, I tell you what, Slee, was are coming at you. We're coming We're coming to you. the San Gennaro Festival. Right. And there's nothing you can do to keep us or the guardian angels out. We're going to keep this tradition alive. That's right. Pass the cannolis. Pass the sausage and peppers. Exactly. Viva l'Italia. Ah, Mike Tyson, from the Ville, never ran, never will, Amboy Street. I didn't live that far away from him. I was on Osborne and Hegeman. Anyway, when he was uh, young, truant, because he was a juvenile delinquent with capital letters, he had a pigeon coop there on Amboy Street. If he didn't like the pigeons, they looked at him the wrong way, he'd break their necks. That's the way he was as a young guy. Now he's trying to tell us, that he's a changed man. Ever since he realizes a lot of money in selling marijuana, legal marijuana, oh, he sells all the products. And he's gone on tour throughout the United States. Had he said it's brought him a lot of health benefits, although figure it out, a month ago he was in a wheelchair predicting that he'd be dead soon. This guy is a flip-floppy. He should be a politician. So he had a sit-down interview and he said, look, Marijuana is the way to go. All of their medicinal products, all their ancillary products are the way to go. That he's going to dedicate the rest of his life to fighting opiate addiction. Because he said within boxing, there were a lot of boxers because of their injuries, they would end up popping Percocet, Vicodin, Oxys. He's right about that. They do it in football. They do it in baseball. They do it in all kinds of sports activities. But of all people to be talking about, Cracking down on drugs. It sure ain't going to be Mike Tyson. I mean, this guy's the luckiest guy in the world. Convicted of rape in Indianapolis. By the way, do you know who his bodyguard was in Indianapolis? Back and forth to the courthouse. It was then Lieutenant Eric Adams, now mayor of the city of New York. That was illegal for him to do that, to be part of his entourage. But Eric Adams said, hey, my complexion is my protection. That's number one. Number two... The guy would beat the hell out of women, a domestic abuser, right? But then he would get on the stage on The View or any of those other mid-afternoon shows, and to a predominantly woman's audience, he would grab the Kleenex, and he would cry, and he would say, oh, I'm a product of my environment. Oh, I can't control myself. And the audience would be sympathetic and empathetic. And they would say, oh, Mike, Mike, we understand, we understand, was all a ruse. In fact, one time he said to Mel Gibson, who at one point had been box office draw number one in Hollywood, he said, you know, your only problem is you don't do an interview in which you cry. You could cry, you could get on the stage, you could act like you're empathetic and sympathetic about all those bad things you said about Jewish people. Obviously, Mel Gibson decided he was never going to do that. But think about it. Mike Tyson, for all of his warped thought processes, he's had his head clanged around way too many times, going back to his wayward youth on Amboy Street in, in the Ville, Brownsville. Never ran, never will. But even he said, Mel Gibson, America is a forgiving place. Just get on the stage, on the view, with the hen cluck, with the whoopster, with Joyless Behar and the rest of that crew. Just cry your eyes out and say you were wrong for being an anti-Semite. You were wrong. And you know something? 
America would forgive Mel Gibson, and he would no longer have to do movies with sock puppets. Remember? Sock puppets? Yeah, Mel Gibson sock puppets. <laughs> <laughs>